0: It's your boy, the one and only A-Switch, aka the 140-time social distancing champion, aka Mr. Sandman, but these knuckles is real. AKA Um The Vamp nigga, but but not the Eddie Murphy version. The light-skinned version. What? Whatever. (laughs) 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 Oh, Oh, man. If you can't laugh for yourself. um, (laughs) What? (laughs) Uh, You know you're dumb when you just be saying some random stuff and then you be catching yourself just like what <laughs> you just be, uh, man, um, bringing you, uh, yet another episode of switches sites, uh, the gaming podcast where I talk about just that, um, episode 70, getting up there, just saying we, we going to keep rolling. Keep rolling till these wheels fall off, you know, um, today's date is August 27th, 2020. Uh, man, just world is just getting feels like it's getting worse, man. Just this, this police brutality is, is, is getting real. Well, it was always real. We just never really talked about it until now where it's just, getting real extreme, um, shooting of, a man, seven shots in the back. It's messed up, man. Jacob Blake, I believe, um, in the freaking hospital currently, he actually survived getting shot seven times by the police. But now it's, you know, news that <clears throat> um, he's paralyzed. But so that's great, may, may never walk again because police just want to go extreme because somebody's a uh, black, but you know, I digress. Um. And I think I heard some stuff recently. I mean, I'm not sure if it's a hundred percent, but I mean, I wouldn't put it past on that. Freaking handcuff the dude to the to the uh, to his bed in the hospital. Like really, you you uh, you you paralyze the dude and then you going you gonna handcuff what? How does that work? Something's got to change, man. Really, it's getting getting real crazy out here. I think you know? I'll get like arrested just for minding my own business, you know, it's, uh, disheartening, disappointing, saddening, depressing, take your pick really. Cause, uh, it's getting real out here. Well, I keep saying it, but it's been, it's always been real. Always been real. Always been a problem. But I digress, let's not try not to keep this podcast to be my light light a day or whatever therapy for the week. Um, yeah, so, you know, the world is just being the world or I guess more specifically, the U S is being the U S. But I digress. Anywho, um, let's stop the dilly dallying and get right into it. A uh, first big topic discussion. Uh, boy, what happened to my um? Where did that go? Okay, just everything, just getting, just getting out of whack. This, this whole, everything is horrible right now. Anyway, uh, first topic, my God, I forgot to, re- I forgot to record record now. Yeah got I just made more work for myself. Uh I'm really tempted to no nope, let's let's keep going. Um damn it. Damn it. Do I really want to do it again? Uh no I'll just just keep it. Um trying to remember like where are we at time wise? Let's say I'm a guesstimate five. Yeah. Okay. So, um, yeah. First topic of the discussion: Gamescom, uh, 2020. Uh, opening night live event happened uh, earlier today, Thursday. Um, and man just right off the bat and I have to say, um, uh, pretty disappointed overall. Um, yeah, I can't really cut that up any other way. It was just overall just, yeah, just straight up disappointing. On the, on the same, uh, same time. I mean, Jeff Kelly, he did, you know, really try to enforce that this is you know games we've already seen but more extensive um and things like that so he was tempering expectations but it's like even with tempered expectations it still felt really lackluster overall um at least personally it wasn't really too many games that really stood out to me and of the games that did stand out to me were um games already knew about coming into the show. So, and even that, even then it was very minimal, like story based stuff. Not nothing necessarily gameplay focused as much, um, <clears throat> other than like the initial new reveals or world premiere, but, um, outside of that, man, yeah, yeah. Felt like a waste of two hours. Felt like a pretty decent waste of two hours. You had a couple of nuggets in there, like highlighting some of it. Doom Eternal seemed interesting, but it's like for me, I couldn't really couldn't really relate to that one because it felt, um, I haven't played the, uh, Doom Eternal. I played the first one or 2016, but not, uh, eternal um fall guys season two that was somewhat interesting i mean at least being someone familiar with Fall guys uh black ops uh cold war i mean they showed a little bit of the uh of the trailer they showed uh during the event but uh it was uh it was okay i mean it was just more story or slight story build which i guess is okay considering the context i guess well And knowing they're going to hold, they're holding the multiplayer for another date, but still, I don't know, I guess I would have liked a bit more gameplay for that, uh, mafia definitive edition. Um, yeah. Like just again, just a little bit more, uh, I guess, story in terms of the, uh, the trailer would have liked a little bit of gameplay. I guess there was hints of gameplay in the trailer. But um, yeah. <clears throat> uh, man, World of Warcraft Shadowlands that trailer was literally like way too long. It felt like it was dragging. I uh, felt like like even from like a cinematography standpoint or whatever, um, whoever cut the video seemed like that could have just been trimmed down a lot more, or um, there was just maybe they made a more I guess a truncated version. For um for this Gamescom event, uh, and then have this the f- full extended one like on YouTube or something. It felt like that was mishandled uh, a little too much <clears throat> for my liking. Um, yeah, just a lot of weird random stuff like uh, freaking Sims, uh, Star Wars themed uh DLC for the Sims like what then there's like, it was this, uh, walking dead bridge game. Like what, what? Like literally a walking dead bridge simulator creator game. It seems like how it was presented is that walking dead, uh, combined with this already established series IP. I think it's called building foundation or bridge foundation or something like that. And then, you know, walking dead, add their IP to it, but it's like, I really don't understand how that's going to work. But then again, it's like, I've never heard of that. Heard of bridge foundation as a game in of itself. So, um, yeah, there was that, uh, then there was just the weird, um, I guess announcements for awards. So I, I assumed it's, uh, basically games come equivalent of E3 awards where people got awards for their, you know, I guess, preview builds, of games, um, that could have been handled a little bit better in terms of like, I guess just conveyed better, like at least at the start of the, the pre-show or whatever, but, um, yeah yeah scarlet nexus seemed pretty interesting it was like um they showed it before i think it was like dark souls ish but exclusive to console wise i think the xbox um yeah there was a lot i mean there was a lot of stuff packed in there but it was like a lot of indie stuff which nothing against indie games but um would have liked a little bit more triple A esque stuff. Um to at least somewhat even it out or, you know, have some some type of balance there. Just felt like it was just uh established triple A games and then indie 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 in the indie, indie title. Um Yeah. Or or I guess maybe just didn't speak to me all the times they showed. Medal of Honor above me beyond. I think we already knew about this game before and I think they announced it or something like that before, but now I guess it's going to be coming out this, uh, holiday, I want to say. Um, so yeah, man, it was just like, like I'm looking at this list of some of the, you know, games set to be there and stuff like that, but. If I didn't have this list on me, I would, a lot of this stuff, I would have totally forgot by now, um, Ratchet and Clank. That was, that was like probably one of the better, one of the highlights I'd say of games com of the two hours, which I mean, that's saying something. I think that's saying something if, um, uh, out of the two hours of the show, only one game really, kind of, I guess, stands out versus, you know, some of the stuff we already, have. uh, Sam and Max, I know that's there. It probably has its cult fan base. Like a lot of, uh, those IPs do Uh surgeon simulator Two, I remember, uh, they had the weird doc, I think doc Brown, uh, from back to the future, <clears throat> uh, announced it <laughs> weirdly. Uh, I mean, that was cool, but yeah, at least playing the first one, it was fine. But yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Just didn't wow me overall, but yeah, as a whole, very disappointing, even from a don't be excited or don't anticipate anything standpoint, regardless, it just, it just felt like everything was very underwhelming and at least didn't speak to me, um, for the majority. So games come more like lames come, am I right? <laughs> uh, I'm sorry, I am so sorry. I couldn't resist. I had to do it. well, who knows? I mean, well, obviously, I'm pretty certain Covid definitely affected this in a lot of ways, of course, like pretty much all four of the past uh shows events directs this uh past summer, so. Um, yeah, it sucks, but I mean, at the, just telling it like it is, which I think, uh, collectively, a lot of other people felt the same way, you know, I, I wasn't dead set on this, but I mean, I was at least anticipating some, some reveal of, uh, either Xbox or PlayStation's price or release date, something, um, but left disappointed. So there you go. Yeah, I, I I was really anticipating talk having a lot to talk about for Gamescom, but it really wasn't nothing. You literally could have skipped the whole show and not miss a thing. It was that uh that bad in my opinion. But, yeah, unfortunate. Anyway, moving on. Uh next we also had um out of nowhere, really, yesterday, uh Wednesday, uh PlayStation is was starting to invite people uh for PS5 pre orders via email. Um so basically how this works is that uh PlayStation was sending uh, invites to people. I'm pretty sure just anybody that signs up for their emails to, um, sign up to pre-order to pre-order, basically essentially, uh, where basically you would, uh, somewhat pre-order to pre-order or at least put your information down and what seems like a selective lottery system or some algorithm, I assume based on playtime and um account tenor, like how long you've had your account with PlayStation or something like that. It's still unknown or not a f- confirmed what that actually is. They PlayStation used some very vague terminology regarding it, that like it was something um what did they say? Uh looking at the questionnaire. Uh, uh, guess it's not here. I swore I saw it somewhere, but it was, um, something along the lines. Yeah. Uh, damn it was here somewhere. There was something about the, the, um, conditions in which they would select people. I guess it's not. Yeah, there we go. Okay. So they said, uh, in their FAQ, our selection is based on previous interests in PlayStation activities. That is super hella vague. So it's like, what, what does that mean? I guess a lot of people were suspecting that it, it was people who, who bought the most, um, on PlayStation, the PlayStation ecosystem in terms of, I guess, I'm speaking directly, uh, regarding the PS store and purchasing games and dial and DLC and other various miscellaneous stuff from there. Um, but I don't know. I feel like that's too restrictive, if anything, and like not as fair as, as let's say, playtime and tenure, which is more reasonable. Like, you know, we're people who played who like... <laughs> Live and breathe this <laughs> really live and breathe games. Um, and you know, are dedicated to the PlayStation brand than somebody who just you know, maybe barely plays like maybe two, three hours a week and you know, just throws hella money at the PlayStation to buy you know, uh, buy full battle passes and Fortnite characters and stuff like that. But yeah, that's super vague. Our selection is based on previous interests in PlayStation activities like that could literally mean anything. So whatever, we'll find out how uh, how this algorithm works. But um, at least uh, I was uh, put my two cents in the reset error thread in terms of us trying to figure out there's any theme, but I mean, when people get, uh, accepted or the invite, uh, I think we'll all be able to correlate and maybe see some theme that people may have and, you know, probably go from there, but, um, you can pre-order pretty much, uh, a whole gamut of stuff. Uh, of course the PS five console or the digital version, uh, two dual sense, wireless controllers, two dual sense charging stations, two Pulse 3D wireless headsets, two media remotes, two HD cameras. So, um, they said that, yeah, two is the limit with uh, the exception of the console itself, which is one of either or not both or anything like that. So, um, yeah, I think this is definitely a great, um, countermeasure against uh, scalpers since at least from what i've like i guess observed it seems like a lot of scalpers don't even like have any what's the word don't have any appreciation or affinity towards games in general like um maybe they'll play a game on their phone here and there i'm maybe stereotyping a bit but it seems like most scalpers Aren't interested in what they're scalping, if that makes sense. Like no relative interest in games, but will scalp the hell out of a PS4. Then, then on top of that, I forgot people like make a livelihood out of scalping too, which I for, totally. Forget forgot that you know people people literally make a living off scalping people. So you know. Um, definitely going to be a, a bigger hoop. They're going to have to jump if they want to, to do that. So, uh, <laughs> my ass, uh, at least trying to troubleshoot on the thread. Um, was wondering why the name or box doesn't pop up to add your name and register, uh, or they use your gamer tag and register, but i was like just clueless and i didn't even know like uh what was going on but found out that it was because of an ad blocker that uh had on that that was preventing that and so after removing that that got rid of it they getting real elusive now with these uh ad blockers they blocking out integral stuff like fields, the login and stuff like that they getting real crazy with it but either way um so yeah whenever this happens it happens, I guess. So it's gotta be close, man. Cause I mean, that's a whole other thing too. Like this the clock is ticking right now, man, in terms of this timeline. And I'm pretty certain it's the longest we've gone since announcement. Um without being able to pre-order specifically. Um yeah, they, they got to do something soon. I'm pretty sure I would assume like September it's they literally have to do it by September. I'd be super surprised if they do it any, any longer than that, but they have to make a decision by September. I don't see them going, going into October a month away. Technically, if these consoles release at least we got we have confirmation for the Xbox One, but the BS five as well uh releasing in the same time frame or time window. So crazy stuff, man. Still can't pre-order. What is up with that? But um yeah. You wanna try to secure your bag, uh secure your console so you can have your sugar sugar baby whether that be uh your man or your or your girl and you know put them in that proposition what you gonna do what you gonna do for this ps5 what are you gonna do for it <laughs> some creepy ass old man what are you gonna do for this ps5 what are you gonna do And, uh, yeah, so it is tied to your gamer tag, um, or PSN ID. Um, so hopefully, you know, make sure to update your email address tied to your, uh, PlayStation ID and hopefully it's a current one or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's at least a good sign that at least we're close to getting some semblance of an announcement prices of these both these consoles we'll see we shall see moving on um next uh from bloomberg uh nintendo plans an upgraded switch for next year with possible power increase aka a la 4k so I mean this has kind of been an established rumor for a while which it still is by the way I'm sorry and did not get that across but it seems like things are further solidifying via um this info But again it is rumor as but the word on the street is that it will be 4K compatible or capable which would make a ton of sense Um, and kind of weird to fathom considering Nintendo is generally always behind, um, other generations, or at least on its own boat. Um, you know, in that respect. So, um, it's going to be interesting to see, um, the feasibility of it. It's like a lot of questions like, uh, like it's. It's intimidating though, where to start, but you know, yeah, just, just trying to visualize what that could be or what that could entail who knows. So, um, but yeah, like playing Nintendo games at 4k and that's actually going to be pretty tight. Cause even in 1080p, uh, the games look great too, so yeah. Then, uh, this past weekend or earlier, yeah, this last weekend, um, DC Fandome, uh, which is, I guess, if you can connect the dots, an event, uh, mostly, well, <laughs> mostly announces DC stuff, but maybe partially announces Marvel stuff. I don't know why I was wanting to say that, but, um, yeah, mainly, uh, pretty much a DC blowout of all things, DC, uh, in all forms of media. Um, and we got a lot of stuff. Uh, I mean, the, one of the things that stands out is the Batman movie, Robert Pattinson's, uh, and Don in the Cape as Batman, um, actually better than I thought, which I think uh, is the sentiment. A lot of people, um, attained from that. Uh, you know, he had, uh, he still had, <laughs> I feel like, I feel like the, that one scene in that trailer was like, a a nod to the, um, I guess it wasn't a big meme, but it was a, it was a somewhat st- substantial meme of Batman or people just getting their ass beat obliterated. And then Batman says the then now talk. <laughs> He's like literally dead now talk. But, uh, yeah, so they had a really cool nod in that trailer, um, Batman beating the shit out of one of these, uh, goons. And, uh, (laughs) he didn't say now talk that would have been, that would have been an obvious reference, but that was, that was pretty tasteful. Uh, would have been really nice fan service if they did that though. But, um, yeah, just, just Robert just beating the mess out of this dude who he must've did something bad. Cause man, he was beating a mess out of him. But that does, uh, it does did seem to like insinuate possibly more of a darker theme than Batman already is. If that makes sense, where, who knows they might visit some more darker tones and things like that, which is at least the initial vibe I kind of got from the trailer, but who knows they, they could allude to that and then just revert completely or not even, do that at all? You okay. know, yeah, it's up to them. Um, what else? They show Wonder Woman, Wonder 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 Woman, nineteen eighty four, with a uh, Chitara, which is the one girl from SNL. I cannot remember her name. I want to say Kate Beckinsale, but I know that is horrible and wrong on a lot of levels, and I would be deemed as a racist person for you know putting all white people in the same box, which I'm not going to do so, which is not true. By the way, let me put that on record case. Um, it was some other DC movie. Oh no, I think it was the Snyder cut of Batman. I think they said now it's going to be an episodic series type deal where I guess they're going to span the movie out across four hours or four separate episodes, which is going to be interesting to see is at least especially watching the the initial flash, uh, non Zack Snyder, um, and see what they do with that. So, um, it was literally, man, if you were a DC fan, you were probably in heaven uh, at this event. Um, To get into some of the games though, they actually had two announced games. Uh, the first one was, uh, Gotham Knights or Batman. Well, no, I want to say Batman so bad, but it's like, no, it's just characters in Batman's universe, but Gotham Knights, which at least is basically, at least from a story standpoint, uh, uh, Batman, AKA Bruce Wayne is dead quote, quote unquote. I I feel like I think that's probably that should be like a number one rule for comics, um, uh, comic book characters is that like if, if they're, if they are considered dead odds are they're more likely not hiding somewhere in in a, in a pseudo bat cave within the bat cave and something like that. So Gotham Knights, Pretty much has all the side characters, but Batman, (laughs) which is a Robin, Nighthawk, Batgirl, and Red Hood, which is definitely the person I want to play the most personally, but it seems to have a be open world because they had the initial trailer and a gameplay trailer after that, which is should be the standard, if we're being honest for uh, game announcements. Um, but I forgot where I was going with that. Um, yeah. Open world, uh, four characters. You can also play the game in co-op. Um, kind of weird. There isn't four player co-op since there's four characters, but I'm guessing they ran into some network issues or something like that, or who knows, maybe it comes a patch, uh, later on in the year. Um, if all things go go well um yeah looked pretty good uh i definitely uh intend to pick it up um just just arkham city engine with guns as well i think that was another big significant change is that there will be ranged combat as well as melee combat which i assume is going to be very very much the same as the arkham city games so or uh, arkham series games so um, yeah. All in all, pretty dope. Uh, then after that, um, I think, I think they said or confirmed technically also that this isn't associated with the Gotham Arkham Asylum universe or something like that. I forgot, but, um, yeah then uh after that they revealed um suicide squad well i guess they already announced it a while ago but uh now we actually got the trailer for it so pretty much shows harley quinn harley quinn in it and a couple of those other established characters uh dead shot um Boomerang Man, I don't know his his official nickname. And uh Yeah. So oh, and then there's uh the new guy, Killer Shark, which I, I believe he's always been associated with the Suicide Squad. I think even in that cartoon, but not was not in the uh previous movie. Um uh, so there's that. Um, but yeah, so the reveal trailer, uh, showed that, but I guess, uh, interesting plot twist or reveal, which was interesting, especially considering how a lot of people wanted Rocksteady to make a superhero man game instead. Um, that now (laughs) Suicide Squad, uh, the subtitle is called Kill the Justice League. In the trailer, they have a evil Superman, uh, you know, flying down and then Superman grabs some random bad dude and then burns, burns his ass completely in in the ashes. It's like, oh, crap. He is mad. He is angry. How, why, how and why is he angry? So, yeah, yeah. So that was pretty interesting um nonetheless but um yeah third person shooter uh i think this has oh it has four player co-op so uh but this won't be out until 2022 arkham knights is going to be out next year so um yeah one thing is that's cool that i think a lot of other games should implement is uh a being able to cycle between your characters instantly, um, which is pretty cool. that um, you know, so, um, yeah, I think that's pretty much it. Uh, also on the note or the record, uh, I really do hope Superman would love Superman to do something. I don't know. <laughs> would love Superman to, um, be able to be playable or play as him or just curious to see how they're going to spin this, uh, with, you know, it's kind of hard to fathom. Like, you know, you have all four of the, uh, suicide squad against Superman, the most invincible, powerful dude on the solar planet, you know? Yeah. I don't know about that, but, um, yeah. Captain Boomerang. That's what it was. Um, I Forgot what I called him. I think I just called him <laughs> just like a, nigga, a boomerang man or something. I don't know. Um, yeah. Moving on. Yakuza like a dragon. Finally got a release date, November 13th. Uh, that's kind of weird. Cause I think some other game can, yeah, it was, um, black ops cold war, which we'll talk about a little later has a November 13th release date. So very curious if that lines up with the release date of one of these next gen consoles. Cause I assume it would be. So yeah, that was probably, that's the big reveal that, uh, it will be coming out. Xbox one, windows 10, PS4 and steam on November 13th Uh, and also launching on the Xbox series X PlayStation five is coming soon. So it seems like um, this game has some next gen upgrade exclusivity with the Xbox. So yeah. Um, Good stuff, nonetheless. Can't wait to play it. Um, Definitely going to be weird playing on an Xbox versus PlayStation. Oh, I always associate Yakuza with uh, PlayStation. I feel like everybody does that. I hope I'm not the only person that does that. Where I, If I have a, a multi-platform owner and I have to make a decision between two games, I generally tend... Well, I won't say generally. In this case, I think we made the decision to go to Detroit book blue. I don't know. I don't know where I was going with that. Anyway, moving on, uh, black ops, cold war. So this one's really weird, man. So I will say this, the trailer looked great, pretty great. Um, pretty much all the returning characters are back. Uh, this is officially a sequel to the first black ops. So, takes place before black ops two three four um so that's good to know um but yeah, I guess we didn't really get any gameplay. We just got a uh trailer or extended trailer from the one we got during the reveal, which that's another thing too uh modern warfare had their event, yeah, modern warfare had their event where uh, their event in Warzone, where you basically would play a game of like search, uh, search and seek or whatever, and you would get the items and they would be added to your account, I guess. So, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, just, just a lot of bad practices. It seems like first thing is that, uh, this is again another game following the trend of a uh, $70 as the initial price for it. Uh, this doesn't even necessarily include the, um, previous consoles like, you know, Sega and Nintendo, whatever. So there's that. Then there was the aspect of, um, this super convoluted disc, Handling of upgrading, which just sounds like a pain in the ass, especially if you're not, um, paying attention to this. But so here's the gist I got. Basically, there are going to be two versions of each black ops, cold war. There's going to be a PS4 version, Xbox one version, series X version, PS5 version. But, uh, it gets really dicey in the fact that, uh, uh, apparently my uncle, I forgot his name and us. Maybe I, am I splitting here? I'm I think I'm splitting the difference, but, um, what was I saying about? Yeah. The weirdness of the disc. So if you have an Xbox one version of the disc, You can play it on, you know, Xbox one and the series X, but it'll only be the, um, what's the word? The, um, I don't know. You know what I mean? You can only play the, uh, the same version, just backwards compatible instead of a new version that's optimized for the series X PS5 so man, yes like i'm losing myself with trying to think about it um so you have that and then um if you are ps4 upgrading to ps5 you can if you have a disc you can pop the disc in the same disc you played on the ps4 to the disc drive in the PS five and be able to play it again, uh, at a lower resolution, overall optimized resolution, if you will. So, um, yeah. And then, yeah, it just gives weirdness. Like, okay, but what about smart delivery? Isn't that the whole purpose of what this was for, uh, for this game to use it? And clearly it did not. So, yeah see yeah just confusing all around and you can't upgrade from ps4 to xbox series x and you know vice versa um yeah just muddy all around man the game looks good though i mean if that gameplay looks good overall the experience is good overall (sighs) might have to go hardcore you know, so um yeah, just super convoluted and with this message in Jesus Crazy Then and and just what the hell news Resident Evil TV show coming to Netflix I guess they, they somewhat confirm this or, you know, heavily rumored this back a couple, maybe five, six months ago, but uh, now it is officially official (laughs) and uh, the premise is just weird. So at least in the initial description of the script, when the Wesker kids moved to New Raccoon City, the secrets they uncover might just be the end of everything. Resident Evil, a new live-action series based on Capcom's legendary survival horror franchise, is coming to Netflix. Yeah. No. Yeah, just it just gives off like teen uh, like yeah zombie stranger things really I think just zombie stranger things which is just I don't know if that's going to be good or bad I'll give it the benefit of the doubt give it a chance give it a shot but I'm very skeptical in the quality of this and if it's going to be good or not but I guess it can't be any worse than the movies who knows but hopefully Hopefully I'm not wrong in that, but, um, yeah, yeah, just weird. And it's just like, uh, just for once I'd really like, uh, and uh, add any adaptation off a video game to be as close as you can to the actual game, you know, I understand where you have to take some liberties from it or, you know, suspend belief and, you know, UI and stuff like that or whatever. But yeah, man. Resident evil TV series with the Wesker kids. It just does not seems very off. We'll see, though. We'll see if they get the right actors and pull it off. Maybe it might be worth watching. Who knows? who knows um and yeah with that that ends the news for this week um somewhat a lot of ebbs and flows i'd say but yeah generally somewhat (laughs) boring not boring but disappointing yeah just a lot of uh disappointing stuff going on especially (laughs) the biggest being gamescom or or lamescom (laughs) Uh, I'm sorry. I keep doing that. I can't help it. I keep making that joke. Um, let's go to games I've been playing. Uh, first one, of course, that modern warfare, it just keeps grabbing you and does not let you let go. Uh, so played a bit last weekend. I think I'm pretty close to max in my battle pass for this season. I think I'm thinking at 96, 97. And what do you know it? Uh, triple threat XP is going to be this weekend. So what a better time to max that out than this weekend. You already know, um, yeah, outside of that, not much. I know some, uh, straight up season drops, uh, did drop with, um, what is it called? What is it called? Um, the new LMG um i think that was the biggest significant thing that got added with you know the typical playlist mode and stuff like that so uh then man, battle toads so i actually got around to playing this this came out last week i think to a game pass so if you have game pass it is free um how do i summarize my feelings of the game. I've had some time to, uh, reflect on it and whatnot. And, um, I'm not sure how i feel about it, you know, overall, but it it does stay true to, to the series to an extent I've got, I guess, but it's, uh, not in the best ways. I don't think, I feel like it could be some stuff that could be modernized, but, Overall, I don't think it's, uh, it's, mm, it's hard to describe really. It's like, it does stay true to the original in a lot of ways, which I do want to give it credit for, but at the same time, I feel like that's kind of detrimental the series. If that makes sense, I don't know how to describe it. I really don't. Um, yeah. Really hard to describe, but um, yeah, I could (laughs) that's probably the best way I can describe it. Um, I guess that's the one difference between this one and the original is that it is hmm, you can adjust the difficulty. So, easy toad and battle toad, I think, are the difficulty modes. So, that's that's a big, I guess. Gain, if anything, where, you know, it provides more accessibility for people that are maybe interested in this, um, man, I don't know, at least playing on normal or, or toad or battle toad, um, difficulty, it seems to be, I don't know how to describe it. It seems to be, um, Yeah man it's hard to describe. Overall it's just difficult I'd say. Uh and then it in in not the best way where it's it's just annoyingly difficult, you know? Um so based on that um yeah. And then I'm going to just say it right now act 3 just horrible man. Just horrible. Horrible horrible. And I don't know, maybe your experience might be worse. If you're playing it on a, um, playing with friends or not, I played single player. Um, but it's, they need to do some balancing with some of the segments in the game, which I wanted, I'm not going to spoil anything like that, but overall, it was okay. Yeah okay i i just eh, the difficulty is just annoying you know so um yeah so then uh played some um (laughs) classic uh actually got around to playing some spike out battle street with some friends um man that game is deep and fun uh, very enjoyable overall. Um, I guess it's, it's, it's sad in a crime how like underrated that game I feel is overall, um, just under the radar. I think it came out really late in the Xbox's cycle as well. Um, it's a renowned, um, renowned uh, arcade series to my understanding, like, uh, had a pretty decent like line of arcade games, I believe. And um, yeah, so, but man, yeah, fun, like 50, 60, damn near 60 characters. Um, I definitely recommend it if you happen. <laughs> happen to have an original Xbox line around, I want to uh, fiend in for some beat-em-ups, a beat-em-up, a 3D beat-em-up. Definitely I'd suggest you check that out. Um I totally forgot. Um oops. And uh play a little bit of Gundam. Got my ass beat, so I don't know. That game is is on thin ice for me. Um I ha I had some moments, but Overall, I don't know about that. Um, go Tsushima been, uh, been grinding like this whole week, uh, doing a lot of the side stuff before even messing with the, uh, the main story stuff. Um, really thoroughly enjoying the game. Now I think it's got his hooks in me now that I'm getting, a overall good sense of progression in terms, you know, uh, becoming a better samurai and, uh, whatnot. Man, the most bull shit uh, encounter happened. I, I shared it on my uh, Twitter at a switch where, man. So there's this mechanic in Ghost of Tsushima where I forgot what they call it. But basically, it's an opportunity to gain a lot of resolve if you do it right. Where you time your strikes uh, to one hit kill, like up to three people. So uh, one hit kill, uh, two of them. Uh, then for some reason, the games programming or whatever script, uh, the last guy that generally would run up to me and get hit, he didn't, he just stood there for like literally a minute. And then I was like, uh, do I do something or is there some way to me to get out of this? Or is there a way I can do this and not get hit? Cause like generally, if you fail this mechanic, you like your health, like literally goes, All the way down to the point where you, I think you could die instantly from it. Um, with it kind of being a trade-off risk reward type deal. But, um, with that, uh, it seems like, um, yeah, for whatever reason I was like, okay, let me just do it. And then I did it and I got punished and it was the most BS thing ever, but whatever it is, what it is. So pretty much <laughs> that's been my progress with, uh, ghost of uh, um, media wise outside of that. Jesus. I'm not sure what that my boys? Um, been, uh, still keeping up with slam dunk. I think I'm on episode, uh, nine where I th- I'm trying to remember. It was seem like it was, a. Uh, I guess maybe what would be considered a filler episode where um one of Akagi's the captain of the basketball team of the the main the main team um his friend is trying to get Sakurai I forgot his name the red-haired dude on the judo team because they see his skill and strength and stuff um I think that's the cliffhanger they, they left on too, but essentially that was the general plot of the, of that episode, which is pretty interesting. I was like, I did not see that coming into play, but, um, yeah, so I'm still engaged. I'm still following up with it. Um, interested to see how things go, but outside of that pretty much been it this week. Um, yeah, man, I was really expecting to go all in on Gamescom games and announcements, and man, severely, severely disappointed. Severely. Either way, I think that'll wrap up episode 70 of Switch's Sites. Uh, if you're w- listening to this podcast on your favorite podcast and platforms, um, Any likes, uh, subscriptions, ratings are greatly appreciated. Um, if you're watching this on, well, no, let me, let me backpedal that. Um, you can also watch this podcast live on Twitch TV slash a switch. Ideally, generally at 4 PM Pacific time, standard time. If all things go great. Some cases it may be, uh, 10, 11, (laughs) uh, PST depending on circumstances. Um, you can also catch the archive of the live show on youtube.com slash a switch as well. We're also planning to upload various other, um, content in terms of games and stuff, um, as well which I, I swear I'm planning to do it at some point. Give me, give me some time. All right. Plan and do it eventually as well as stream also. Um, so yeah, I think that pretty much does it, uh, concludes episode 70 of switches sites. Um, Till next time guys, um uh, Don't cough <laughs> Don't touch people that don't want to dog. be touched. Uh get your game on Oh, yeah Is safe.